now for the show that's truly too hot to handle. It's the melting pad, and it starts right now. Well, thank you, Jerome. Hello, my friends, and welcome to the show, The Melting Pat, the Next Level Network. How are you? You good? We're we're okay, I guess. I guess we're doing fine. We're here. We're all here. We're getting there. It'll be great. I don't know. Or not. I, I don't know. Maybe it won't be. Who? I don't know. I can't predict the future. I don't know. I don't even know what I'm going to say next. No idea. No idea. Um, anyway, I do know what's coming on the show, though, so that's good, right? Someone should know that beforehand. Uh <laughs> We'll talk about. It. I went, uh, did some mini golfing at a little spooky place. It, I mean, you, you get it. It was a Halloween themed spooky mini golf. It was great. Um, I'll talk about national alerts. People freaked out about that the other day. Uh, we had a, some fan mail from last week about uh, loitering the mall before work. So we'll talk about that. And our question which TV theme song is your favorite? We will get on that. Plenty of answers. Uh, so we'll get to that. And then we will wrap the show with some baseball playoffs because uh, all the teams were nice enough to end their series as is, so I didn't have to come back on Friday to preview the baseball. I can do it all today. Isn't that nice of them? Isn't that great? All right. Awesome. It's Thursday for me, by the way. If you needed to know that, I don't know if you need, do you need to know the day I record the show? Probably not, but I'd like to tell you in case something happens between uh, now and Saturday, you'll know that's why I didn't do it. I didn't talk about it. All right. Or maybe I didn't want to. That's also always a possibility that something happened and I just didn't want to talk about it. Is that all right? It better be. It's my show. So there you go. Hope you're well. Hope everybody's doing okay. As you could tell, this cough is still hanging around. Pat, how about you sit up straight? Maybe that'll help. That might that might help, but I was really comfortable in the other spot. Hold on. Now I got to move the... No, I don't. I was like, oh, I got to move the microphone now. No, I don't. It can stay right here because I'm talking at a considerable volume and we're going to be fine. All right? All right. First things first, before you know the menu, before we do all of that stuff, we have a song to play from our new friends, Life in Idol. And um, that's I-D-L-E, by the way. Idol, not Idol. Idol, as in, I'm just sitting here, idle. Sitting idly by. Does that, is this making sense to anyone? All right. Um, so a few weeks ago or months ago, I, I remember... I wrote down that I wanted to play this band, and I don't know how I came across them. I don't remember who introduced them to me. Thank you, whoever you are. But I don't think I got permission, so I just randomly tagged them on the tweet space, and uh, I was like, hey, I wrote this down to play them, but I don't remember if I actually talked to them. And they were like, hell yeah, dude, go for it. So I will let you know that their album Continuity error Errors, there's a, an S in parentheses, so it's either one or many Continuity Errors. Maybe they're big fans of Boy Meets World. Maybe that's it, because there are plenty of continuity errors in that show. And I'm sure if you sat down and really thought about sitcoms, we're now we're, we're tangenting to sitcoms. That's not a thing. Um, not a word. That's not even a word. Anyway, <laughs> one of my favorite moments of Friends was the trivia one. Oh, God, so good. Anyway, what was I saying? Oh, sitcoms. If you want, uh, let me know. That's the thing we could talk about, by the way, is uh, worst continuity error in a sitcom. Is that a thing we could do? Is that anything? Let me know. All right. In any case, more for more from Life in Idol will be in the show notes and at the website. So click on over there. Tell them that I sent you their album. Continuity Errors is available now. Came out in August 
So this is brand new-ish. Brand new, uh, for as far as I'm concerned, it's brand new. So this is the title track, Continuity Errors, Life in Idol. It's the Melting Pat. We're coming right back. There you have it, our friends, our new friends, Life in Idol, their latest continuity errors. That's the title track from their album that is available now. So go check that out. It's the Melting Pat, the next level network. We are back. I swear I had a better handle on that in the break, and uh, I lost it. Just like in basketball, no handles over here. All right, life in idle. There you go. That's how you say that, Pat. Idol. Idol. Not idol. We're not worship them. Although I guess we could worship them, right? Is that a thing that could happen? You could worship me if you want. I wouldn't. But uh, you could. You could do that if you'd like. I don't know. Anyway, more from them at the show in the show notes and at the website. Thank you very much to our new friends for that. Go stream their new album. Go get it. Go Actually, go buy it. Go buy it. Then they get more money that way. Is that how it works? What do you get for Spotify streams? Like a third of a third of a third of a penny per stream or something like that? It's it's a ridiculously, ridiculously low number. So I recommend buying the album. That way, you don't have to worry about ads if you're not on the, the, uh, the premium plan. Or, or you just have it. Like you can have it on your phone, have it on your computer, have it on your TV, I guess, anywhere. It's yours, and 
you actually gave the band some money like right away. That's why I, I, that's a little aside for me. I prefer to buy my music because I want my money to go right to the artist right away. And like I said, I've said this on the show before, I like to own my music. So yeah, I don't have to worry about uh, internet connections or, you know, if it comes down off the streaming site for some reason, I don't know. That way I have it and I can go put it on a CD and put it in the car. Maybe I'll do that. You know what? I'm going to, I'm going to play this for my, uh, I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to, for my smoking hot wife and uh, see if she wants to put it on CD in the car because her car has a CD player. So we'll see. All right. Anyway, so I'll let you know. Life in Idol, I'll let you know if you uh, made the cut to be on a CD in my wife's car. I'll let you know. All right. On with the show. Thank you, my friends, for that. Hope you enjoyed the mouth riff. Uh, so we, the other day, not we as in me and my smoking hot wife. I mean, we as in me and uh, my buddy Phil, one of my oldest friends, we went mini golfing the other day because Jill found on Facebook an event for, uh, we went down to Franklin Square in the city and um, she saw this event from, someone posted it, I don't know, that said, hey, spooky mini golf. And it's a uh, you know, mini- miniature golf course was put up there and uh, it's going to be themed with music and lights and effects and all kinds of stuff, decorations and whatnot. And so she's like, call someone, see if you can go. She, hate, she hates mini golf. So she was not going to go. And I love mini golf, have not gone in many years. And so she said, call someone, see if they want to go. And so I called my buddy Phil, because we tried to hang out a couple weeks ago, didn't work out. So I called him and I said, hey man, two questions. Well, one question and then maybe a follow-up question. Do you like mini golf? And he said, yeah, I do. And then I said, all right, great, because I'm going to buy tickets to this thing. Do you want to go? And he ended up driving there, driving us there. So thank you for that. So we go down. And um, it was really fun. Like, I love mini golf. and we're, Like, I don't get to see my friends that often. And so that was a nice bonus. And uh, the, the course was pretty cool, man. It had, like, local, a lot of local landmarks where the holes, like the Love Park statue, Independence Hall, uh, the Art Museum with the Rocky. They had, at the bottom of the Art Museum steps, uh, they had footprints, and they put Rocky on them. Um, a couple other things. And then, you know, skeletons and witches and, and goblins and whatnots all around. Uh, there was some strobe lighting and the, there was a, a fog machine that they over the smoke machine. They overdid it with in the, around hole uh, 11 or 12. So that sucked. And then, so we got there like six. So the sun was still out. And so, and I'm like, oh man, like we're going through the course and nobody really rushed us until, you know, midway. And then we were like, screw it. We're going to take our time. Um, cause that's, we'll get to that in a second. So we're going through, it's like six o'clock or like quarter after six. And so the sun's still out. I'm looking at Phil. I go, man, this is going to look really cool. When this in like an hour when the sun goes down. And so we make our way through and the sun obviously goes down while we're doing it. And I'm like, I was right. And we both looked at each other like, dude, yeah, this looks really awesome now that the sun went down. And it's funny, though, because the lights were like they had them up on, you know, light posts, but then they would go off and on and flash and flicker and strobe and whatever. And so for like the last three holes, we literally couldn't see anything because they didn't have the lights on all the time. And then the light, we got under it. We got to the hole. It was our turn. And then the light went off. And so we're like, well, what the hell? We can't see the hole. We can't see our the, the golf balls. We can't see uh, like where we're supposed to hit the ball so we don't land in a, in a hazard. And so that was kind of annoying. But um, everything else was great. Everything else was really good. Like I said, haven't done mini golf in a very long time, and I do enjoy it very much. So thank you to Phil. Thank you to my smoking hot wife for finding that for me and um, watching the kid, as we like to say, babysitting. For while I was gone, <laughs> while I was gone, <laughs> we trade off. She went out the day before, and I think the day after. So 
Um, we trade off. It's all good. So we had a great time. Uh, yeah, somebody overdid it with the uh, with the smoke machine. So that kind of sucked. Oh, okay. Etiquette when you're mini golfing. Just before, then we'll go to the next thing. Uh, no one should have to rush when they're doing a fun thing, right? Like no one should feel pressured to keep moving faster, to like to move faster than they want when you've all paid to be there and you've all, uh, you know, you all have the, the same access, the same right to be there. When I say the same right to be there, it sounds like someone's going to get arrested for moving you faster, but, uh, everyone should have the same time to set themselves and, and get themselves ready to enjoy the thing they're doing. Like, like that's the point, right? You go there to have fun and enjoy. I'm hanging out with my buddy, playing mini golf, having a good time. And I don't appreciate being rushed. Like the people in front of us, um, yeah, you could keep score. They have scorecards and you can keep your little score. We didn't do that. We forgot to grab them. It was also really awkward at the beginning because we get in there and, uh, I hand the guy the tickets and he doesn't say anything. He's behind a, a glass thing, you know, in a little booth. And he's got the uh, the clubs and the golf balls behind him. And he didn't say anything. And he just pointed back to the golf balls. And I'm like, oh, I guess we got to pick a color. And Phil and I looked at each other and said, it doesn't matter. So we're like, just grab us two. And he he waited for a beat like, oh, like no one's ever done that before. It was really weird. It was awkward. And then, um, it, so, I mean, yeah, we got past that. We're Sorry, I was checking our work thing. And we got past that. And then we're going through. And the people in front of us were keeping score. But not like, they weren't being... I don't know, like they were taking it seri- more serious than we were and that the only thing different was they were keeping score. And then they were like, they were waiting for the other person. There were two of them in their little group. And then they were waiting for the other person to finish their shot before they went, which is fine. Like that's, I guess that's the, uh, what the etiquette says to do. And that's fine. We like, we were not in any kind of rush. It wasn't cold or anything. We weren't, you know, freezing or sweating our asses off or anything like that. It wasn't raining, which is great. So we were just chilling, just talking, hanging out. And um, the people behind us kind of were, there were like four or five of them in their group. And I feel like they were really rushing us. Cause like we didn't really, like we moved a little faster than the people in front of us. Not, I'm not knocking them, but um, like we didn't wait to, for the other person to finish their shot. Like I would go hit it once and then, you know, walk over to the hole. And then I'd be there about to put it in and uh, Phil would hit it again would like start his shot. I'm like, yeah, it's fine. No problem. And I don't know. It was just funnier that way for us. Like then we could kind of like curling or croquet, like knock each other's balls out of the way, which was funny. Um, and so, yeah, that was kind of how we did it. We had a great time. And then, you know, around whole nine or 10 of 18, the people behind us started to get a little impatient. And we read the sign at the beginning and it's like, Oh, please don't be disruptive or unruly. And then, you know, the people behind us started getting impatient. And uh, Phil just, lo- he looked at them and, look- and looked back at me. <laughs> and he said, well, Pat, I think it's about time we become unruly. <laughs> there was no incident. We didn't have any issues. You know, we just let them know, gave them a thumbs up when we were done so they could go. Um, they did seem to be a little impatient, though, which, I mean, hey, listen, we're all here to have fun. We're all here to do the thing. Like, we're all going to get, like, nobody's going to kick us out. Because we take too long, right? Because we're not taking 20 minutes a hole or anything like that. But, um, you know, we're all here to, to have the same fun and do the same course and enjoy ourselves. And I feel like no one in that environment should ever have to feel like they're rushing to get done because then you've ruined the moment. Like you've ruined the activity of this fun thing that we're all doing. And the people behind you 
decided they were done and wanted to be done faster. And now you're in a, in a bind. And so then we decided, nope, too bad. You're going to wait for us. And uh, we, again, we didn't say anything. Nobody said anything to us. There was no incident. But um, just a little etiquette for mini golf. And I don't know, does bowling fall under that too? No, not really. Because you have your lanes in bowling. Like no one's waiting behind you that's not in your group already for you to go. So that's a little different. Although we did talk about bowling and how much we would all love to go. And Jill loves bowling. So we can all go and do that together. That'd be great. But yeah, mini golf is great. Uh, if you have a chance, Franklin Square, head on down and uh, have a good time. It's really fun. And uh, bring a flashlight maybe if you go. Well, no, because it's like from six to nine or whatever. So bring a flashlight because you might need it at the end when it gets dark. So there you go. Good luck, everybody. Have fun. And uh, thanks to Jill. Thanks to Phil for uh, hooking up the mini golf all the way around. We had a great time. All right. Um, let's talk about this. This is so dumb. So. Let's go back, though, because a couple years ago... Hold on one second. All right, sorry, I got a ping in my ear. Had to handle that real quick. So let's do this. A couple years ago, everyone got a text message from, allegedly, from the office of the president or whatever. It's like 20, I don't know, 17 or 18, right? Basically a test of the emergency alert system because they used to do it on your TV, and then maybe they still do, but then they realized, hey, not everybody's going to be home or not everybody... Uh, has a TV or has the channels for the TV. They do streaming stuff. So they're like, hey, we can send it to everybody's phone. The federal government said, hey, we can send an alert to everybody's phone, which people are freaking out about this, but overall, this is good, right? This is a good thing. Is there bad weather? Is there an active shooter? Is there a kid missing? Is there, you know, some kind of other thing happening that we all need to be made aware of instantaneously? So we all know, hey, stay home if you live here or be alert for this, or, you know, good luck out there, right? We all need to be aware of things that are happening in life, whether or not you uh, think you should or, or shouldn't. Um, we all should be aware of things, right? And so they sent out a thing uh, that said, hey, we're going to do this alert test on uh, Tuesday at, or Monday or whatever at two o'clock. And uh, actually a really good kind of piece of advice is uh, anyone who had a second phone, for whatever reason, nefarious means or uh, you know, staying out of trouble means let's leave it there. Make sure you turn that off. So it's good to know that ahead of time, just in case you're in a situation where you have something you don't want someone to know for one reason or another. And again, that's as far as we'll go. But the idea that people are freaking out that the government has access to your phone number is ridiculous. It was so dumb because like, of course they have your phone number. Come on. They have all the information they could want and need on you. They already have. They already have it. You think you have privacy because you didn't put your phone number on the thing, on whatever thing, but you're registered somewhere and the government at some point needs to get in touch with you. Someone, the, some national alert service needs to get a hold of you at some point and just even not to call you and say, hey, hey man, we're calling you about your car's extended warranty. Not that, even though I guess, are this still happening? I don't know. I don't answer the phone. Um, but I, just the idea that this was somehow like an overstep of boundaries. Whereas, you know, I don't remember any of this, uh, all these people freaking out in 2017 or 18, just saying, you know, it doesn't matter what color tie the president wears or what letter is next to their name. This is a thing that should have, that should be available, right? You could turn off the alerts or whatever. What's funny though, my phone sounds are off all the time. And, uh, that even like broke through. So like, I even got the sound alert of that on my phone. Like I was like, wow, my phone doesn't ever make noise. 
because it ruins my day. And <laughs> and I used to spend, like other people, I used to spend time picking out specific ringtones for everybody. And now when my phone makes noise at all, uh, it ruins me. So I was uh, like, I, I looked at the thing and I'm like, oh, okay, cool. Uh, I'll get the alert, I guess. Maybe it won't make noise. And then it did. So that was interesting. Um, I don't know. People freak out over all kinds of little stuff. And, oh, the government. Bah, bah, bah. Listen, man. <laughs> if the government wanted to, you could. Oh, never mind. Uh, just know that all the information that you have in your phone, like all the contact information you have, the government has that too. And... I'm not saying that, oh, they should be able to do whatever they want with it. No, that's not what I mean. What I mean is if they need to alert you if something is happening weather-wise or terror-wise or or some other-wise, um, that they are well within their bounds to do that. And uh, this was not a big deal. This test was not a big deal. No one is uh, trampling your First Amendment rights or whatever the hell. Uh, this is just them saying, hey, we have this alert system. We're testing it to make sure it works just in case we need it, in case something goes down. That's all. That's it. They'll hold this panic, and maybe uh, it was overblown, as many things are, but uh, I, I saw enough of it to uh, to address it here, to make note that, hey, you freaking, uh, you weirdos, settle yourselves. This is not nefarious. This is the government saying, hey, in case we need to reach you, this is how we're going to do it. You know, in case we need to reach everyone in the country all at the same time, this is how we're going to do it. That's all. That's all it was. So people freaking out, I don't know, man, people freak out about all kinds of stuff, and they think, oh, the government does, blah, blah, blah. And like, really, all they did was say, hey, we have this alert system to get in touch with all of you at the same time, and we're making sure it works. That's all. That is all. If I had that, I wouldn't do it. I mean, I have the newsletter, and I feel bad enough that, you know, however many people get me in their inbox. But uh, that said, if you want to sign up for more me, you let me know. And uh, that's all that information is at themeltingpat.com. I will not text you. I promise. There's an option for it, but I'm not going to use it because that's weird, and I don't have anything worth texting you. I don't think. Anyway, unless you want some dumb memes, you want those, let me know. All right? All right. Uh, one more thing before we get to our question. We're going to take a break, by the way, uh, before we do the question to separate it here for me. That's for me, my editing purposes. Um, nothing to do with you. No time will pass in between this, but we got a question last week from uh, who sent this. I don't know. Uh, it says, hey, Pat. Oh, my goodness. Hey, Pat, did you get to loiter the mall at all before work? Which stores, if you did, did you frequent? Thank you for the question. Yes, I did, in fact. And the three big ones that I got to mosey around in before, because the good thing about taking the bus to work is that I'm either 20 minutes early or five minutes late. And so I always pick the early time so I can get a pretzel or something, or just like, hey, I want to go poke around FYE for a while, or... Let's see what they got at GameStop or, you know, let's uh, stop in and talk to my buddy at the sports collectible store. So those are my three big ones. Um, FYE, because I was still we were still buying DVDs and CDs. And so we'd go and uh, I'd go pick through the sale bins or if there was something new that I wanted or if uh, they had to get this DVD. It's uh, five dollars with another purchase, which is how they got me to get uh, the office Secret Santa pack and all the Jurassic Park movies. So <laughs> that was at uh, Union Station in Washington, D.C., waiting for the Megabus in 20-whatever-year-that was. Um, so that was fun. Uh, GameStop, I got to pop in and see if they had any uh, anybody returned any more PS2 games so I could get them for a dollar or two. So that was really cool. And then, um, you know, my buddy at the sports store, uh, we would go in and talk to them a lot. And the cool thing about 
I get, well, it's cool for me working at the mall. You get to know all the other employees who are going through the same nonsense you are. And so like becoming buddies. So somebody could walk into my store and go, Hey, Hey, did you get this yet? Like we had, we sold some, um, some tchotchkes and knickknacks and whatever. And you get to talk with some people and like, Oh, I recognize that person. They were talking to me about this specific little thing. We just got one in. Here you go. And then, you know, I go on my break or I go before I leave or whatever. And they say, Hey, we got some more PS2 games in. I know you like those. I know you play that. So go check those out. Or like, Hey, nobody really said that in FYE for the movies or whatever. But, um, yeah, GameStop, it was definitely, uh, I formed a little bit of a bond with some of the people over there where they were looking for certain stuff. And then I would come in and they know what I was looking for. And so that was pretty cool. So getting to know people like that who were just like, hey, we're all doing the same thing here, kind of dealing with nonsense and making not enough money to do it. And uh, so, yeah, I did get to loiter around and uh, probably spend too much of my money on uh, PS2 games and uh, CDs and DVDs. But hey, look, if you're entertained, listen. Let me just say this as an aside. If you're entertained by a thing that you buy, CD, DVD, video game, whatever, I don't consider that wasting your money. You say, oh, man, you wasted your money. on Look, if I'm entertained by it, it's not a waste. If I'm using it, even just for a little while to make myself feel better or feel good in some way, then it's not a waste. Like, yes, could I have spent that money on something else? Probably, right? But I only live once, and I'm going to enjoy what I'm doing whether that's playing a video game or listening to an album or watching a movie or a show or whatever, or buying all the case-closed DVDs that we can find, right? Whatever it is, I don't consider that a waste of money if you're enjoying what you're doing. That's me, all right? So, yeah, so, yes, I did get to um, enjoy wandering around some different stores, and uh, it opened my music and movie and video game collections and uh, also made some friends, so... Yes, I did get the Lord of the Mall. Yes, I did wander different stores. And yes, I appreciated all the, all the bits of those. So there you go. Thank you for the question. Appreciate that. You can send me mail at any time, tmpfanmail, gmail.com, or the contact page at themeltingpat.com. There you go. All the stuff to get a hold of me is over there. Yeah, we're good. All right, let's take a break. I got to finish a thing. I got to cough. I got to get a drink. And we will come back and do our favorite TV theme songs. Sit tight. And we're back. Look at that. No time passed for you. Several times passed for me because I had things to do. But we are back with, uh, I guess, the main event of the show. I don't know, the big part of the show, as we've done the last few weeks, which has been great. Now I need to get some more um, some more ideas for uh, movie scores and TV themes and whatnot. Maybe we'll do, I think what we'll do on Halloween. No, not on Halloween. The show before Halloween. Well, it depends what we do. Elsewhere. Anyway, one of these uh, end of October shows, we're going to do favorite Halloween, favorite horror movie, and we'll play the score from that. And then um, that's how we'll celebrate. All right. Is that, is that good? We'll do it for uh, for the holidays, too, I guess. Maybe we'll do. I don't know. Anyway, that's what we'll do. That's coming in a couple weeks. But for today, thanks to our buddy Lockjaw for this idea. Uh, which TV theme song is your favorite? And before we start, everybody, I appreciate your enthusiasm. I love that this that's uh, spawned into spurned a discussion for you know great TV themes and some people listed three, four, and five and six of them. Uh, I don't have time to do all that. So what I did was I just took your first one and then uh, thanks for the rest. We'll see, but uh, maybe we'll do this again sometime. I don't know. But uh, again, I appreciate the enthusiasm. I do like it, but it's a one man show over here, and uh, I don't have time to put all that together. So 
Uh, we got plenty, though. We got plenty of great tunes for you to hear. So thank you very much for all of that. Let's do these first because uh, we got several votes for these. So thank you. First one, we got several votes for Peacemaker. I've never seen the show, but that intro is fun as hell. So there you go. That song is, uh, that sounds fun. It's fun. Maybe I should watch that show when I have time. I'll put it on the list, put it on the scroll, as we say, and we'll try that. Uh, Several people also voted for Batman the Animated Series. Thank you for that one. Because if you didn't, I would have. Because that's my favorite Batman thing that ever exists. And uh, Kevin Conroy will always be my Batman. What a great guy. Missed that dude. Um, several of you also said, which I would have added had no one said it, but I'm sure I was sure people were going to say this um, the X Men animated series. Some great theme songs, man. 90s animated shows. Some great theme songs. Oh, my God. So good. There you go. That's Pat's version, if you're interested in that. <laughs> Double mouth riff on the show. There you go. Uh, our buddy Derek T. Lewis said, Greatest American Hero. What's funny about this, first of all, that's a great song. Thank you, Derek. Great pick. Second of all, I was randomly singing this the other day, I guess because I had already put it on the list. So the, uh, or it had to have been on Monday because that day, like that morning, I put all these together and got all the songs, the, the clips ready. So I didn't have to do it when I'm editing the show also because I'm not going to have time. So I, I guess that the song was in my head. And I started saying, oh, believe it or not, I'm walking on air. I never thought I could feel so free. So <laughs> I sit on the couch. Just, I just sang that. And Jill laughed and she goes, <laughs> she's like, oh, man. And what was George's version? And so then, uh, you know, speaking of George Costanza, because he did the, a version of this for his, you know what, can we play that? Yeah, why not? The version of that George Costanza did for his outgoing message. George isn't at home. Please leave a message at the beep. I must be out, or I'd pick up the phone. Where could I be? <laughs> Believe it or not, I'm not home. So she thought of that. Then we played that and, and had a good laugh. And she doesn't even like Seinfeld that much, uh, but we had a good laugh about that. And uh, another fun fact is when I was in high school, I sang that on my phone, on my outgoing message. So you heard that. I that was me singing. I not you didn't hear I don't have it. I didn't record it there. But uh if you called me at the time in 2006 or so uh and I didn't answer, 
then you heard me sing that, and I put my name in instead of George's. And uh, the driver's ed instructor thought it was very funny. So <laughs> so there you go. Um, thank you, Derek, for uh, indirectly giving us two, giving us a bonus. So thank you for that. Appreciate it. Uh, so I said I wasn't going to give everybody more than one, and I wasn't, because if I did, there'd be 40 of these, and it would take six hours to do, which I don't have. But we're giving Paul two. Our buddy Paul Williams, What Lurks Behind Podcast Zero, because uh, it was his birthday the other day, and I like both of these themes. So Paul said, The Adams Family. They're creepy and they're kooky, mysterious and spooky. They're all together, hooky, the Adams Family. Which I knew was going to come up, because anytime I ask a question related to Halloween TV or whatever, Undoubtedly, Paul will come back and will say, as soon as I see you, Paul Williams commented on your post, I know exactly it's going to be the Adams Family or it's going to be something uh, in that realm, which makes sense because another pick of his was the Munsters. So, Paul, thank you for that. Uh, in the same vein that whenever I see Keith comments on anything music-related, like TV or movie music-related, uh, it's going to include Star Trek. I just know that. I like I, my friend. I know that my friends are going to be into these things, and I just know that I'm going to hear if Paul will say the Adams Family or the Monsters, and uh, Keith will say Star Trek. So, there you go. Should we have done? There you go. Keith, that's for you. Um, that's next generation. <laughs> if it, in case you didn't know, in case you didn't get it, in case I screwed it up royally. There you go. That's uh, Star Trek Next Generation from me. Okay, there we go. <laughs> oh, boy, I love doing this show. All right. Uh, Jen says, Heathcliff. Now, I didn't really watch this show. I remember liking the uh, the comic, the comic strip, the funnies in the newspaper, but I didn't watch the show. But that theme, uh, that's a bop. That theme song is a bop. So thank you, Jen, for that. Um, that's a fun one. Should I go watch that show? Should we review the pilot of Heathcliff on the podcast? Somebody let me know if you want that on the list. All right. Uh, Brian Amato says, The Land of the Lost. And Brian, I didn't ask this, but I'm going to assume that you meant this one. Because there was a Land of the Lost show in the 80s, which was not at all like the 1991 Nickelodeon series where the people fell into the earth and lived with the dinosaurs. And I'm pretty sure that's the one you meant. Uh, however, if you meant the one from the 80s or the 70s, whatever it, whatever it was, um, you let me know. And we'll play a bit of that one next week. All right? All right. I'm, I just assumed that you meant the one from the 90s with the dinosaurs and the three moons that was on Nickelodeon back in the day. I, I assume that's the one because... I think you and I are about the same age, so that would be, uh, that would track. All right. Uh, Weathervane says, Perfect Strangers. Perfect 
That's solid. I knew this was going to come up. I knew that Perfect Strangers was going to make the list somehow. Because I feel like every time I look at a list of like great TV themes, Perfect Strangers finds its way on there somehow. So thank you for that. Uh, Elvac, this is a great one. What a great pick. Says the A-Team. I love that. It's so good. It's so good. I've not seen the the movies that came out in whatever year they came out, but the episode where in Family Guy where they dressed up as the A-Team for the convention and then stayed as the A-Team for several weeks was on the other day. And that's all, that always makes me laugh because it's so dumb, but it's fun. Uh, you're going to kill us? No, no. We're just going to shoot around your feet so you get out of the way and then you you hit a tree and you crash. You get it. You get it. All right. It's fun. It was funny to me. I don't know. All right. From... <laughs> So we're going from talking about Family Guy to this one, but Guru Dewey says Daredevil. Yes, by the way, the Netflix one, uh, man, that show was so good. It's so good. I've not seen any of the newer Marvel movies. I think he, uh, what's his name, made appearances in them as uh, Charlie Cox, I think his name is as Daredevil, so that's really cool, because I thought that show was amazing. And uh, that theme song song was really great. So there you go. Thank you, my friend. Uh, MAG says, oh, speaking of themes that don't fit together, Animaniacs. It's time for Animaniacs. And we're zany to the max. So just sit back and relax. You'll laugh, you'll laugh. A classic, and I met a couple of those Animaniacs, at least one of them. I met Rob Paulson uh, a few years ago at a convention. Could not have been a nicer dude. He was great. Seemed genuinely excited to be there and to talk to us and uh, threw out some voices for me as well when I asked them the all-important question. So really fun, good memories there. Thank you, MAG. I did watch the, uh, the Hulu version of Animaniacs. I watched maybe the first two or three. And I thought it was good, and then uh, something else came up, and then I lost track of it. So there you go. It's what happens. It just happens that way. It's not an indictment on the show or anything like that, but just how it goes. Maybe I'll get back to it. I don't know. Uh, Rez made like six or seven, but the first one he said was Cheers. So, of course, let's do that. Sometimes you want to go where everybody knows your name. Great theme song, great show, great spinoff with Frasier. That's three uh, three big green checks. Three big thumbs is up for Cheers. Thank you, Rez. Great one. Uh, Seth said a Netflix show. Well, first, Seth asked if anime counts, because there are some anime shows that have banger theme songs. And that's true. And it does count. And uh, if we want to do like an anime theme song uh, question... Let me know if you want to kind of separate that, parse that out and do a, you know, what's your favorite theme song from an anime and we could play some from that. We could do that. I'm okay with that. But Seth recommended a show or his pick was a Netflix show called Dark.
and I'd never heard of this, but the intro made it look interesting. So I think when I get some time, I'll, I'll add that to the scroll, and we'll see if we can uh, if we can get to that. All right, all right. Uh, and our buddy Lockjaw, who uh, made this recommendation, and then proceeded to say, "How the hell can you just pick one?" So thanks for that. But his first pick, a classic. He said he's got three words for you. Carmen San Diego. Man, that Carmen San Diego show is really good. And that theme song, that's a bop, as the kids say. That's a fun one. Are those episodes somewhere? Can we be watching those? We could, we should watch them together. That would be fun. No, would that not be fun? Is that stupid? Does nobody want to do that? I don't know. Thank you, Lockjaw. Where in the world is Carmen San Diego? She's around somewhere. She's around somewhere. I'm sure of it. Maybe we can get the the guys from our next theme song, picked by Smelly Meatball. Let's get the cops on it. You know, I first pulled that out, and I just had the uh, the beginning part of the chorus there, and then I'm like, no, no, there was definitely like a solo in this, and I remember that it ripped, and I wanted to play it, and uh, I think I found the right part, so hopefully you enjoyed that as much as I did. There you go, Cops. Is that on anymore, by the way? Is Cops still on TV? Because that some of that stuff was wild, man. Some of those things were just insane. I like that. It was It was just a crazy show. Is that still on? Somebody let me know. All right. Speaking of good shows, even though I've seen maybe four episodes total of it, uh, Jill loved this show, though. Clock Shot says Mad Men. Really good show, from what I recall. Again, I've only seen a handful, but uh, enjoyable, and a lot of people I know seem to enjoy that show as well. So there we go. Great theme song as well. Thank you, my friend. Uh, Shawnee One Ball. Yeah, Shawnee? Shawnee, what the hell is wrong with you, man? Shawnee One Ball. Come on, bro. What are you doing? What am I doing? What am I do- I'm leaving that in. I'm not going to edit that out, because that I that made me laugh. Shawnee One Ball <laughs> says DuckTales. Might solve a mystery Not really sure what happened there, but we get a good uh, good theme song there. A good, good one to get stuck in your head over the next couple days. So uh, thanks, Shawnee, or Shanny One Ball, for that one. We're just going to keep mispronouncing his name to see if he notices. We'll see if he listens to the show. Um, and finally, I was going to use this one as my bonus because uh, the Charles in Charge theme song gets stuck in my head from time to time. And also, somehow, I um, Mandela affected my way into thinking that Tony Danza was in this show. He wasn't. It was Scott Baio was Charles. It was Charles, I guess, right? I've never watched it. But for some reason, I always thought that uh, Tony Danza was in this show. And I'm watching the credits. I'm like, okay, and starring this person, featuring this. And I'm waiting for it to go, and Tony, and then there's Maud and Tony Danza. And it never never happened. So there we go. I was wrong. So thank you. Uh, who sent this in? Jimmy from Mayfair. That's the, that's the go-to for the anonymous person. <laughs> so Jimmy from Mayfair, wrapping it up with Charles in Charge. 
The new boy in the neighborhood lives downstairs and it's understood. He's there just to take good care of me. Like he's one of the family. That is a classic. Thank you for that. Um, there is a Family Guy thing. I, I wanted to find that and try to play it. It was a cutaway where like, Peter was like, oh, yeah, like when I was doing security for uh, George Harrison or whatever, and he's sitting in the little booth. And then like people are breaking into the house behind him, and he's not paying attention because he's watching TV. And he goes, hey, keep it down up there, crazy beetle. <laughs> If I could find the clip, I'll put it in the show notes. Um, or if I could find it before, you know, before I post the show, I will share it here somewhere. Charles in charge of our days and our nights. Charles in charge of our wrongs and our rights. And I say, I want Charles in charge. Hey, 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 quiet down up there, you wacky beetle. But in any case, that's all, my friends. Thank you. Lockjaw, thank you for the idea. Um, again, I appreciate the enthusiasm, but we did not have time to do six or seven from everybody. So maybe we'll do a part two somewhere down the road. And uh, what I'll do then is I guess I'll just share. Either I'll share like, hey, get no, I won't do the question again, but we'll just do a, a redux of it or a reprise, if you will, of this. And we'll just take everybody's second and third picks and try to make a make a segment out of that. Does that sound good? All right, great. Thanks, everybody. That was fun. And uh, if you don't like sports, it's time to go. Thanks for being here. I appreciate you. You're the best. Go have fun doing whatever it is that you do. And uh, the rest of us will talk some baseball right after this. There we go. We're back. Everybody who hates sports is gone because we told them to leave. So we thank you. If you're sticking around anyway, thanks for that. Uh, but if you don't like sports, I don't want to hear you complain that we're talking about sports, because I told you in the show, and it's in the timestamp, that you know when to go. All right? All right. Thanks. For the rest of us, we got some baseball. We got the playoffs, man. It is great. I'm very excited, because the Phillies are in. They're on the second. I can't even talk. I'm so excited. Uh, they're on to the next round. And I got to say, shout out to all the teams that won both of the games in the wild card series, the best of three. You win two out of three. Then you move on to the next round to the division series, three out of five. And then the uh, the championship series and the World Series are four out of seven. So there you go. So shout out to all. That's in case you didn't know what the breakdown was of the playoffs. Uh, <laughs> so shout out to all the teams that won both the games. So uh, they didn't have to play today. And I can give you an accurate uh, preview, I guess, of who's playing whom in the division series, which are all slated to begin on Saturday today. So we got Phillies, Braves, Diamondbacks, Dodgers, Twins, Astros, and Rangers, Orioles. Phillies stomped out the Marlins. The Diamondbacks shocked the Brewers, who were without. Uh, the Brewers were without their ace, which sucks. But also, they scored, what, three runs or five runs in both games and gave up the lead in both. So, I mean, that sucked. Diamondbacks, hot. They're getting hot. They're hot at the right time. They struggled toward the end of the year. But they are hot now, and the Dodgers, their pitching is a bit of a mess, but they are the Dodgers after all, so we shall see. The Twins, they're playing the Astros. Boo, I know. Boo this man! Boo! 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 Bo
Did we, yeah, we put the boo in there. Sure. Uh, they won their first playoff game since 2004 and decided, hey, that felt good. Let's do it again. And so they beat the Blue Jays. They said, get out of here. You're gone. Get out of our house. So they go to Houston to play the Astros. And let me just say this. I just, it, Look, every year this, is a, this has happened since they were found out to be cheaters is we're supposed to just feel bad for them because they get booed. Look, they were never punished. They're, they're, all right, let me say this first. Let's let's blah, 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 rewind. They're, they're a good team. Not as good as they've been um, in the last couple of years. Their pitching's been a little shaky, but Jordan Alvarez is incredible. Altuve is going to hit the crap out of the ball. Yeah, the other people, what are their names? I don't know anybody's name. Um, I know some people's names. I, I know. Uh, but the bullpen has not been as great. But, they're, I mean, they won the division for a reason, right? They, they were able to hang in and duke it out and win the West and get the bye. So there you go. You can't deny that. But again, like the whole thing is we're supposed to feel bad for them because they get booed. Well, because they cheated in a scale on a scale we've not seen in 100 years, and the players were never punished. So of course they're going to get booed. And no, I'm not going to feel bad for them. So there you go. That's what I'll say about that. Um, that actually should be a really good series because the Twins, like, yes, they won a weak division in the AL Central, but they still did. Like, you got to win the games you play, right? You got to beat the teams you, you face, right? That's a good sports guy sentence. Um, <laughs> so I'm not counting out the Twins. And I think it'd be, I thought it would have been hilarious, by the way, if the Astros missed the playoffs entirely. Would have been very funny. Um, but I think it's even funnier to win, to get all excited, you win the division, get the bye, and then get knocked out in the first round that you play. I think that'd be even funnier. So go Twins. And the Rangers are taking on the Orioles. The Rangers win at the Tampa Bay, uh, a Tampa Bay team that won 99 games, by the way, and uh, they got stomped. They scored, what, one run in two games, and they committed like five errors. They were Tampa was bad. They were bad, and nobody showed up to see it, and um, I guess they wanted to be embarrassed, right, to be a race fan. I didn't even go. doesn't matter. But the Rangers came out and said, hey, hey, we're still good. We're going to do this. And they're playing the Orioles, who were, I think, I guess the best team in the AL, right? They were the best team in the American League, right? They're really good. They got a good young team. They're fun to watch. So Rangers-Orioles should be a lot of fun. Um, I don't know. I like the Rangers, but go Orioles. I do like the Orioles. I've liked the Orioles for a long time. Damn. Should we do that, right? All right. Who do we like? Who do we like? Who do I? Okay. Who do I want to win versus who I think will win? They're probably different. So I'll tell you who I'd like to win. Give me the Orioles. Give me the Twins. Give me the Diamondbacks in an upset. And I think the Phillies can win the series against the Braves. I really do. It's a rematch of last year. They're division rivals, obviously. You know all this stuff. The Braves hit the crap out of the ball. uh, But the Phillies came on at the right time. They got hot. Pitching has been great. There's no easy out in the lineup. I mean, this is going to be awesome. The Braves also, no easy out there either. So I'm looking forward to this. It'll be very stressful. It will take years off my life, I'm sure. Uh, but it's going to be fun, and I think the Phillies can win. I really do. Uh, will they win in four games like last year? Probably not, but I think they can win and move on. If things go, as I just said, they might, or as I want them to, then we'd look at a Phillies-Diamondbacks LCS in the NL and Twins-Orioles in the American League, which would be insane. So that means you know one of those four, uh, again, going with my predictions here, or, or my, not predictions, but my picks, who I who I think... Who I'd rather win, I guess, uh, would leave us with, yeah, Phillies, Diamondbacks, and Twins, Orioles, and then give me Phillies, Orioles in the World Series. Uh, A rematch of 83 with a flipped result. Apologies to Trey. 
Yeah, I, I really do. I like the Phillies' chances. I really do. It's not just like, you know, I'm not a homer. I'm, I'm, you've, if you've listened to this show for any length of time, you know I'm not a homer. I'm not going to say, yeah, Phillies are going to win, man. I'm going to be realistic. And realistically, the way the Phillies have been playing since the beginning of June, this is a team that can win the World Series. I truly believe that. Now, I believe that a, a lot of these teams could realistically win the World Series. But if we're speaking just about the team I follow and enjoy, I realistically believe the Phillies could win the World Series. So there you go. Make that happen. Let's all go dancing on our own together. It makes sense somehow. I don't know. So enjoy the games. They all start today. Those All those series is, is start today, Saturday. So enjoy them. Text me updates if you'd like on uh, whichever ones you're watching. I'd like that. Thank you. And uh, go Phils. Go whoever you like, unless you like the Braves. So there you go. Love you all, except Braves fans, for the next couple days. All right? All right. <laughs> all right. There you go. That's it. That is it. We have an NFL Week 5 game. I didn't even pick it yet. I got to do that and send out the uh, send out the text. Oh, I didn't do that yet. Uh, also, hockey season starts on Monday or Tuesday? Tuesday. So maybe next week we'll hear from the captain, but it'll probably not be till the following week, so we shall see. But that is it for today. My thanks to Life in Idol for the tune. Go check them out where you get the things. Get their record. Continuity errors, it is available right now. My thanks to everybody who weighed in on the question. My thanks for the fan mail and uh, my thanks to Phil and my smoking hot wife for the spooky mini golf because that was really fun. All right. And of course, my thanks to you for listening. All right. I'll talk to you next week with hopefully a good update on the Phillies and hopefully they will they'll win and we get to keep talking about them playing baseball because that'd be great. All right. All right. No G love, but check them out at uh, philadelphonic.com. Check me out, all my stuff at themeltingpat.com. There we go. We got it. We're good. We made it. Go do the thing. Click on all the stuff, the Patreon, the newsletter, the, all the things you want to read. And um, if you have any questions, let me know. All right? All right. That's all. We're good. This has been an 8 Boiling production. So until next time, my friends, have fun. Be safe. Thank a veteran. Wear your mask. Wash your hands. Get vaccinated and boosted when you can. And of course, don't do anything I wouldn't do. That's all, right? Yes. Thank you so much. I love you. Be safe. Don't be stupid. And I'll talk to you next week. All right? All right. You've been inside the Melty Pat. I just hit my desk. It's fine on the Next Level Network. (laughs) Go crap open a cold one. 